0: Okay, hello, and welcome to another episode of Education of the Heart. This is where the learning moves from your head that's all cluttered to your heart, that's passionate and means something to you. And when you do move your learning from your head to your heart, you have a lot of fruits, and they tell us about that in the scriptures. Um, The scriptures teach us that like the soul, the heart encompasses both the body and the spirit. The heart is the very center of our being, We rejoice with our heart. We ponder with our heart. We understand with our heart. And it is our heart that is humble. It is with our heart that we discern, that we are edified. And it is our heart that we experience reverence, inspiration, and joy. So I'm here with Caitlin. And Caitlin has a new last name, Myrma, that's right. I keep thinking that her last name is in the T's, but it's moved to the M's. And we've had a great class this semester called Assistive Technology, where Caitlin was able to move her learning from her head to her heart. And welcome, Caitlin. How was how was your Assistive Technology class this semester?
1: Um, My Assistive Technology class was really good this semester. Um, a few things I learned is about the different tools and resources that um, can be adapted to a student's IEP. And then um, I also learned the importance of the resources and also knowing how they work. This way we can know how to better help the student for their future after high school.
0: I love it. So that was a lot of learning. It was a college class learning into your head. But you got the opportunity to work with a child. And you got to see, how am I going to help her have a higher quality of life? How am I going to help her take part in assistive technology? And when you do that, that learning goes to your heart. So tell us about your case study child.
1: Yes. So that child is from my strategies class. I'm also taking the semester from Brother Christopherson. And her name is Anna. And... Uh, due to her disability she have she doesn't really get to make many choices um but something that my partner and i really worked on this semester was having her make more choices and we know that she loves music and so therefore we had her use her switch buttons that we were able to record our voice on and we were able to have her stop and um start the music and then at the beginning we also tried different genres but we decided that the start and stop was a better choice with her and she was able to decide when she wanted the music to play and when she didn't
0: so at the beginning that's so awesome to hear about Anna we love Anna she's so great so at the beginning of the semester you went through this nine page Assistive Technology Competency Report to say, Mm -hmm. here are all the things to make sure that you're competent in assistive technology. And you chose five. And one of them that you talked about was discovering the features that devices have. So tell me about that learning.
1: So with that learning... um I also was able to see this a lot with Anna, so one of the the devices that we used was her switches that we were able to record her voice on and she was able to start and stop the music. Um, A lot of times it was like dog sounds or piano music or whatever kind of sounds it was and she was able to start and stop it.
0: So you could determine what sounds she liked, Mm -hmm. what things that... So she was making more choices. It was expanding her quality of life. So, okay, so I have a question for you. When you learn about the features of devices, does that help when you develop an IEP? It
1: is because um, we need to know how the device works. Um, If we don't know how the device works, it's hard for us to really know how to help the student best with learn, knowing how to use the device um, when they are outside of school on their own.
0: Great. Okay so one of the things one of the outcomes of this course is that you're going to learn how to consider AT on an IEP and then you're going to learn how to implement that AT into the learning program of the students. So how has working with Anna, learning about different features of switches, if they have a human voice or a digitized voice, how does that help you develop accommodations, modifications, and implementing AT on an IEP?
1: Um, So it helped us because, um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but it helped us with her having choices for what she wanted to do, and it helps her see um, for higher quality of life, which is the main goal that we have is for her to succeed a higher quality of life.
0: I love it. Okay, so the, the quest to move your learning from your head to your heart starts with a question, and you're like, how can we help Anna? The mm-hmm. search. We went through all the different switches. We found things that she liked. we let her be in control of the music. So what are some of the fruits that you have received from this education of moving the head to your head to your heart?
1: Um, one of the fruits that was able to be gained was we were, I don't know if I'm gonna say this right. <laughs> We were able to be edified in our choices and what would help her the most. That is one thing and one of the fruits that we were able to use to work with Anna, and we kept that in mind when we were preparing to work with her.
0: Very good. Okay, so my final question. So how have those fruits of being edified, helping Anna have a higher quality of life, how has that Fruit of that education of your heart helped your testimony of Jesus Christ?
1: Um, I feel like it really helped it grow a lot because it, it kind of helped me realize that it helped me really know what Anna needed to help her succeed her higher quality of life. And it helped us really know what to work with her by our testimonies and just by having faith in jesus christ
0: yeah and then it's knowing that jesus christ knows us Mm -hmm. he knows what things will help us and so i i I do I, i love that okay well thank you caitlin what a great semester okay and we will see you next week on education of the heart hello welcome again to another episode of education of the heart Learning, the most important learning, is those 18 inches that come from your cluttered head to your passionate heart. I'm here with Emily and Regan, and they're going to talk about how their learning has moved from their head to their heart in our assistive technology class. I think Emily is first. So Emily, how was your how was your class, your assistive technology class this semester?
1: It
2: was really good. Uh, it was eye-opening for me. Um, <laughs> And uh, my question that I started out with was how I could develop and use a variety of print and picture schedules for um, students who I will work with in the future, and specifically my sister.
0: Oh, so picture schedules to help them know what's coming up, to help with transitions, to prepare them for different things. So that is kind of low-tech assistive technology, but wow, can that be empowering. Yeah. That can help so so tell us what it did for your sister so
2: um so my little sister she has autism and she is uh she's verbal she's very high functioning but she has a hard time with transitioning and or like remembering what she has to do in the morning in what order and so with her making a picture schedule allowed her to see oh like this is what i need to do at this time this is coming up next and it just helped her to prepare and um, be more independent.
0: So, okay, so one of the goals of this class is to consider assistive technology for people and implement it. So when you were designing this picture schedule, just it all just worked out really quickly and easily. And there was probably some trial and error is what I'm asking. Yes.
2: Yeah, so... so, So yeah,
0: tell us about that. We love the trial and error.
2: Um. First... I had to actually know what Lily needed help with with her transitioning, Mm -hmm. Um, what she was struggling remembering. So Um, you might have
0: even done a task analysis and mm -hmm. maybe figured out, what okay, what transitions does she struggle with? What do we need to break down for her? I love it.
2: Yeah, so... The biggest issue that we found as I was doing this and I also talked so I kinda of did like an RBI with my mom.
0: Oh, so yeah, you gotta tell us what an RBI is.
2: So it's a routine based interview where you just talk with them and see what the routine is of the child in the home and their mm-hmm. environment that they're in every day. And
0: so And then during the routine you put in activities for helping them learn because your mom said, Okay, this routine not working. And this is where we need help.
2: Yeah. So um, we found that through routine based through the routine based interview and through observation and trial and error the biggest place she has a hard time with is the morning routine getting out of bed getting herself ready and getting on time to the next activity for the day whether that's school or an appointment that she has.
0: So how did you develop? Did you do pictures that represented that, or can she read words? um so what 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 showed her the meaning of the next thing yes
2: yeah, so she can read words but I also added pictures to make it a little bit more fun for her right. um and so we made this picture schedule so the first thing was waking up in the morning so we had an alarm clock and with the time that she had to set her alarm clock at and then the next one was brushing her hair brushing her teeth and so we had toothbrush and then we had a comb <laughs> and we had that those were the next things she had to do and then getting dressed I had a picture of clothes and then it was breakfast and then taking her medicine in the morning that was a big one that she always forgets so having those and then we had pictures for all of them and words
0: so how did it go how did how did the schedule work
2: it actually worked out really well for her and um she she was able to use it and be independent in those things
0: oh that's so cool to hear because those principles of teaching those things so when you become a teacher which is going to be pretty soon and if you have a student that's lower functioning than your sister you'll use the same principles you'll use the breaking down the task what things they need some students need actual objects like you might have to put an alarm clock in a box with the numbers on it so that they but your sister's able to read the word so some students are able to move from the object to a picture to word or whatever. But I think that is so great. You also worked with a girl that you braided her hair. That was kind of cool. You've done a yes. lot of hygiene in our class. In <laughs> yes. Yeah. So how was the hair braiding?
2: Um, The hair braiding was fun. <laughs> Regan also helped with that. <laughs> um, so and that's
0: probably why you're doing this podcast together, of yes. course.
2: Yeah. Um, so the braiding was very interesting. Um it was kind of interesting at first because we didn't know if she could do a braid if she couldn't and so we did a trial intervention we found that she knew a basic three-strand braid and so we wanted to challenge her a little bit more and so we had her work on getting the braid tighter because it was super loose Mm -hmm. and then we also taught her how to do a fishtail braid
0: oh fishtail braid i've never even heard of that that sounds fancy (laughs) i don't have long enough hair to do that so that's
2: and as we researched into that, we found that there weren't really a ton of interventions to go with personal hygiene or like hair, <laughs> specifically, and so we had to make up our own.
3: Yeah, so we took we ended up taking a strategy that had been used um, that actually studied for under arthritis and to see if oh. um, like resistance training actually like took away pain and like gave the dexterity back um especially like after having a stroke and we adapt we changed that um intervention into thinking that if it's supposed to bring strength could it bring strength to her so one of our interventions actually was putting rubber bands around a tennis ball um so she would have to practice opening and closing the tennis ball. And then the rubber bands we used had different thicknesses and different elasticity. Um, so then she would, for some of them, she actually had to practice the whole, like trying to put a hair tie on, like the whole turning it and putting it on again. Yeah.
0: So when you're doing AT, you're really assessing the student's strengths And skills and what they really need to be accomplishing Mm -hmm. before you throw a tool at them
2: yeah yeah and so with the tennis ball we actually found that so we kind of mixed like Regan said the arthritis intervention (laughs) um, with some OT interventions Mm. Um, that's something that I want to go into is occupational therapy and so as I did some research on that that's how we mixed those interventions together
0: awesome Wow oh wow okay so I am gonna. We're just gonna make sure Emily's completely done. So we're gonna ask her the final <laughs> question, and then we'll go to Regan. So, how have the fruits of your learning this semester or your education moved to your heart? How has that helped your testimony of Jesus Christ? Well,
2: that's a really, it's a really deep question. It is. <laughs> um, so I think personally, for me. Um, you know, I think about Jesus Christ and how he taught, and he taught very individualized to the person. And as I've gone through this process of AT, we've had to make things very individualized to the person, to their needs, to their understandings. And so it just helped me gain a clear understanding, a clear feel for how Heavenly Father and how Jesus Christ see us and how they want to help us and how they're able to help us.
0: I love it, so what were one of the fruits that we look in the scriptures that came from moving this learning from your head to your heart?
2: um I think the biggest one was inspiration um as I went through this i I love special education, but this gave me more of a oh what's the what's the word an engineering side to mm-hmm. special education, which I love problem solving I love that whole aspect of like math and you know you have a problem you have to figure it out and that's kind of what this did for me is give me inspiration on how to help people in the future
0: oh well thank you what a great semester regan you're up next okay so the beginning of the semester we made you read this nine page am i competent in at and you wrote down things that you wanted to learn this semester so what were some of those things
3: um some of those things mostly it can all be narrowed down to I didn't, I just wanted to learn about AT. I did not know the whole continuum of AT and there's just been different parts of my life that I'm like hmm it would be really interesting to learn more about that like hearing and um voice like my hearing is going downhill as I'm getting older and so I'm like hmm just kind of sort of curious about this and then um just being able to talk so like along with hearing, because I lose my voice, like, once a semester for, like, a week, um, and so it was just kind of interesting to learn uh, the different tools that are out there for those students who might have the same problems.
0: All right, well, what did you discover about all these tools that are out there?
3: Um, essentially, what I learned was what what one student needs is not what another student needs. Like, you can't look at jack and say that's what joe needs um you really need to get to know the student in and of themselves and you also you also don't need the fanciest tools just to make things happen like simple pen and paper is fine um you don't need the fanciest app you don't have to pay the 20 bucks for the app that sings to you sings instead of talks in the ro- robot voice
0: so you have a job besides just being a student. Yes. That you've learned a lot of individual ways to help people. What is your job? Um,
3: so I'm a CNA for special needs adults. Uh, our job, we, my job, we have a continuum. Our can we we help with a lot from very high functioning, just they're there for suicide watch to very low functioning of their bedridden. Um, they're yeah and so
0: so they need help with showering and yes. eating and dressing and all of those things
3: yes um and it's just interesting to see the different tools that we use and how it um affects each person like for example um someone who can walk but they can't actually like sit on the ground we have a special chair for them but then we also have two girls that are ge- geriatric and their shower chairs very more complex. <laughs> Ooh,
0: complex shower chair. Wow. <laughs> Who would have known there was so much to showering and shower chairs, right?
3: Yes. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> um, and then just like simple brushing your teeth. Like for one person, it's a simple toothbrush. For another person, it's this weird medical spongy thingy. And I'm like, this is... Wow.
0: So... You had the question of, what is AT? You searched it. You found all the individual things. So the way you do learning of the heart, education of the heart, is, here's what I learned, but then why does it matter? That was the fruit. So tell me some of the fruits that the scriptures say that you learned from taking this learning to your head, to your heart.
3: Um, There's a couple words that stand out to me. Um, we'll first talk about reverence, like my job that we have catheters that we we have um and just looking like when they go out into the public i don't like my clients couldn't care less that the fact that the bladder is hanging out <laughs> <All right. laughs> but i'm like i shouldn't care either but at do. the same time, like, I want you to respect yourself enough because you don't need your bladder hanging out. So just finding, like, knowing that there's different ways to help them be more respect, like, not be, have self-respect.
0: So reverence for a higher quality of life. Yes. The highest quality of life that they can have. Yeah. Yeah. And there was another word you
3: said. Um, and it's discern. Um, just knowing the difference between each person and being able to identify those different
0: Okay, then the final question for you. So, now that you've moved the education from your head to your heart, you've had these fruits of reverence and discernment, how has that helped your testimony of Jesus Christ? I
3: would have to say just... Can I change the question a little bit? Yeah, of course. To, instead of testimony of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father. Yes. Um, just knowing that he uh, really did create each and every one of us. Um, we're all so different. And everyone is so complex to each themselves. But within each disability, the way that they all interact with each other, like, for my job we have multiple disabilities. one person has like four three or four disabilities like it's crazy and just seeing how the brain can function with all those different things is just amazing like the different ways the brains can work
0: yeah that's, um. someone told me that our mortality is a disability because we're so fallen from heavenly father where he is and yet he loves us he knows us and he's got a plan for us to be successful and i think that's what that's what i think we're learning this semester is get to know students you're a better teacher when you know them better and then when you have that inspiration reverence and even discernment to improve their quality of life oh what a great semester thank you too and that ties it up for another education of the heart podcast we'll see you next time